Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I am joined today by my good friend who has been on the podcast once before, Tyler Clark. We like to call him Clark. That's what he goes by. Clark is the campus director at the University of West Georgia. Clark, how you doing, buddy? Man, I am doing great. Glad to be back, buddy. Yeah, man. So um, as I told you the last time you were here, we'd like to get you on again. And you, you you honestly did a pretty good job. Thanks, bro. So really proud of you, man. Appreciate it. I got an invite back. Must have did something right. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. Um, yeah, man, it's really good to see you. Um, good to see you too, bro. Yeah, dude. So what we're going to do today, we have a really cool topic. Uh, but before we get into that, I was just going to mention uh, for all of our listeners, if they're not familiar with you, you're the campus director at West Georgia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is your ninth year on staff with yep. Campus Outreach. Um, your first seven years, you were actually working at out in Houston. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Houston, so, Texas. So what are the campuses you worked at in Campus Outreach Houston? Yeah, so the first campus uh, I was on was Sam Houston State. Um, and then I was up there for about two years. Uh, and then we started Houston Baptist University. So I went down there and uh, started that one. So I was there for about five years. Nice. And you're married? I am married. How many kids do you have now? So I'm married to Jenny, um, and I have three kids. Uh, Eleanor's my oldest, Evelyn's my middle, and then Carter is our uh, little young boy. Carter Clark. That's right, man, baby. He's, he's going to be a, he's gonna be a beast. Man. I hope he is, man. <laughs> I hope. Well, listen, Clark, we have a fun topic today. We have something that I think is going to be super applicable for everyone who's listening, especially someone who is maybe just been a Christian now for a year or Mm -hmm. less. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are talking about how to engage with your lost friends. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now I would love to hear before we kind of get into some of the questions I have for you, maybe just your experience when you became a Christian, I'll share a little bit of my experience. I feel like most people, when they first become a Christian, it's not long before you have this kind of epiphany that you realize all of a sudden your life matters. Mm -hmm. And if, if your friends are ever going to experience the forgiveness, the grace, the love that you have experienced from, from Jesus, it's kind of your responsibility to start talking to your friends about it. Yeah. At the same time, it's not, it's not easy, right? It's not. Mm -hmm. So, so we're going to talk a lot about the details and how to, how to do some of this, but tell me a little bit about your experience um, when you first became a Christian and how these, these kind of things became um, obvious to you. Yeah. I I think it was um, my freshman year uh, when I was at Troy university. um, I just was around a bunch of people um, who really loved Jesus and would talk about it. And I think that was the first time in my life where I was like, wait, we talk about this outside of Sunday, Yeah, you know, like outside church. And, um, like it was a, it was a lifestyle. Like this is okay. Yeah. And, um, it was new. And to be honest with you at first, it was weird. Yeah. (laughs) I I was like, I don't know what to do with this, but, but I value relationships. I think God's made me a pretty relational guy and I really loved it. And I think over the course of about a year and a half, um, you know, being in Bible studies, being around these people, um, when the Lord did show me my sin and my need for Jesus. And when he saved me, I was around people, um, that were telling others. And really I was impacted by some older students, um, mm-hmm. uh, in my story. And, you know, when you, when you think about even second Corinthians five, um, meant when God saves us, we're a new creation and it immediately, a couple of verses later says, the love of Jesus 
has controlled us, has convinced yeah. us um, of what? It's like, it's our role to go and to be a part of this ministry of reconciliation. Mm. And it's yeah. like, oh, I've been seeing this the past year and a half. Like, I'm a product of that. Right. So, and then later, in verses 18 through 20, like, it, Paul's talking about we need to be ambassadors for Christ. That, that's who we are now. And so I think it's just it's just important, it's necessary, and it's how God intended it, that our salvation doesn't stay with us. Our salvation goes out from us to others in our lives. Yeah. Amen to that. So I think this is what's so good about today's topic. I think if you're listening and you've had similar realizations, like, wow, now that I'm a Christian, I'm a part of something bigger than myself, and I am a part of this ministry of reconciling other people to Jesus, just like I was reconciled to mm-hmm. Christ. This is a, I'm a part of this ministry now. I'm a part of this uh, movement, right? Um, but it's still really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Not, it's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm really excited to ask you some of these questions and to get into kind of how we really engage with our lost friends and yeah. how we build relationships. So let's do this, man. Here's my first question for you. What is the first step to building relationships with someone that you, you want to share the gospel with? Absolutely. I think the first step um, is you have to win their smile. And what I mean by that is you need to care about the people in your life. Hmm. Um, you need to build a relationship with them. You need to hear their story. And the first win of winning their smile is spending time with these people and hearing um, where they're from, finding common ground, you know, just like for me, for me and you, we love sports, you know, and that's our common ground. We talk about it a lot yeah. and Marvel, you know, it's just, Amen. you know, they're Amen. just things Marvel that, movies for sure. Absolutely. And you know, some of the practical things of, you know, have I won this person's smile is do you laugh with them? Do, do, do you enjoy mm-hmm. being around them? Do they enjoy being with you? Have you generated a positive response when you walk into the room and how, you know, you've won this person's smile is when you leave, they think to themselves, huh, I'd like to see them again. Yeah. It's a pretty cool guy. Pretty yeah. cool girl. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, how about this Clark? You know, people right now in today's world really, really value authenticity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, especially young people, our age and younger, really are turned off by, you know, classic bait and switch techniques that like maybe the church or other religious organizations have used for pretty much the entire history of, of church in America. So how does a Christian overcome kind of this awkward stage right here? Yeah, you, man, that's so important. And I feel like this, this next step may be the most important step out of our five steps. And that is we have to win their trust. How do people know if you're authentic or not? How do they know? Do they trust you? Can I trust this person? Um, You have to show them that you care about them, that they're important, that you notice them and that Mm. they matter. And how do we do that? It's like, we have to spend time with them. We have to listen to them. We have to even learn from them. My dad has said this for years, but he said, son, you can never stop learning something new. And I think that is so profound and that's so true. 
Um, do you remember their name? <laughs> like, do you remember the things that they told you, you know, about their family? I mean, that stuff matters because they know what, man, you, they were listening to me. Hmm. Like I, I can trust this person. So we, we need to win their trust. We need to show them that we care. And, and I think the biggest example I can think of, uh, when I think about Jesus, you know, trusting and, and earning trust is the Samaritan woman at the well. Um, he loved her when everyone else looked at her as an outcast. Yeah. He leaned in. He loved her. He didn't, he didn't run away from her. Um, he showed so much compassion and, it, and you could tell when you look at it later in, in John four, like she was impacted by the love of Christ and she knew that Jesus, she trusted Jesus. That's good, man. So I think in this kind of hypothetical scenario we have here, right? We've, we've earned someone's, uh, we showed that we've cared for someone. We've earned their trust. I would say this is a real genuine friendship. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I think a lot of, um, a lot of Christians, this is the part that's probably the hardest what's next, right? When you start to bring up spiritual things. Absolutely. So how does someone take that next step of actually bringing up spiritual things? Absolutely. And we, we like to call this next step the, we want to win their curiosity. So it is. And the reality of why it's so hard is exactly what you said earlier, T-Roll. We don't want to come across judgmental. We -hmm. don't want to come across pushy. Um, We don't want to push this relationship away that we care about. And the reality is when you start bringing up spiritual things, um, there is a risk there for sure. And that's why we have to do such a great job of loving our friends and our family members and building that trust with them. But yeah, we, we need to win their curiosity. Um, and, and it really doesn't have to be that hard. You can start asking them questions about their spiritual background. Like, did you grow up going to church? Is there, is there a spiritual level of interest in your family? Um, discussing their stories, sharing about your story. That right there is a great way to bring in spiritual things and to bring in God is sharing about your own life because that person is not going to be like, don't you dare tell me about your life. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty rare. <laughs> it's like, if you have a friendship, like yeah. they're going to listen because they're, you're their friend and they, and they care about you. Yeah. I, I think it's important too. If you know, if you're going to follow along with kind of these uh, tips that Clark is giving here, um, don't, don't wait until your first spiritual conversation to let them know that you're actually a Christian. <laughs> yes. Right. So hopefully if this, great step. hopefully if this is like a, a real friendship, at some point, they're, they're going to know, oh, yeah, he goes to church or she's involved with campus outreach or maybe another ministry. And it's Absolutely. pretty clear, like, this person's a Christian. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that weird that they ask me that, that kind of question. Absolutely. That's such a good point. And, 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 you, and you know, whenever you've won their curiosity, when they're thinking, man, I would really like to talk about that again. Yeah. That was interesting. That seems like someone I could actually have a, a conversation yeah. with these things. About. That wasn't, yeah. that wasn't that weird. Right. That actually was a good conversation, a deep conversation. So now that we've had a couple spiritual conversations or, or at least maybe one, uh, what does it look like to kind of move forward in helping our friends know God more? Absolutely. And, and this is really where you start going from the informal to the formal and, and, and this win number four is you have to win their time and winning their time is simply 
hey, like, when can we start talking about these things more? So this, this is a win where you're securing an intentional time with them to talk about God. Um, it's being put in their schedule. You're inviting them into a Bible study. You're inviting them into talking about a certain subject. Um, and I think for us, um, people that are inviting our friends into this, we need to inspire them. There needs to be a, a vision of, man, this is what we need to talk about. These things matter. Um, and you know when you secure someone's time, when they think, man, I'm planning on being there. You know, mm-hmm. hey, T-Roll, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Hmm. It's good. Okay, so what's next then, right? You've, you've shown you care. You've earned their trust. You've had some spiritual conversations. They, they've even come to a Bible study or two. Mm-hmm. Kind of what's that next step of helping them take the, uh, the next step in understanding God? Is it, is it just helping them get involved more with other Christians, being a part of the campus ministry, being a part of the local church they're going to? What's, what's the next thing? Absolutely. And you nailed it. It's, it's winning their involvement. So it's, it's getting them to the actual Bible study, the, the actual church service. It's, they're at a place now where they are spiritually interested. Okay. They want, yeah. they want to know more. They're telling me, they're telling you, Hey, we, we want to learn more. Um, you're, you're sitting down one-on-one with coffee. You're, you're getting lunch with them. You're, you're really starting to talk about these things and diving deeper into those relationships. So what, you know, when you've won someone's involvement, when they think, man, I never knew God and, and studying the Bible could be that fun Mm. or being that interesting. Um, and this is really, you've done the hard work, you've built the relationship. So now this is something that you really need to be more organized and thinking through and, and planning and, and having a fun, relevant, engaging spiritual environment. Hmm. Okay. That's good. So these are the kind of the five tips, five steps for how to engage our lost friends. Absolutely. But I think, I think there's still some principles that we might've breezed past that it's, it's, it's important to circle back around on. Right. At the beginning of this conversation, we said that I, I, I believe that this is a very applicable topic for a lot of our listeners because Um, for me, it was at my first new year's conference when I became a Christian, where I realized my life is different now. You know, I'm a part of something bigger than myself. I want to do something with my life. I want to tell my friends about Jesus. Mm. And then in that next semester, I was probably the guy that was a little too over the top and was every conversation needed to be about God. Mm. Every conversation needed, I needed to share the gospel, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of actually just saying being a normal human, <laughs> a normal <laughs> friend, and treating people normal, I, I almost overemphasize spiritual conversation. So, Clark, what would you say to um, the young Christian who is excited? They are passionate and they're fired up. They want their friends to know about God. Um, but, you know, you, you don't want to... People like to use that term Jesus freak. You know, we're not trying to create <laughs> yeah, Jesus freaks. Absolutely. But just like you said in Second Corinthians 5, we uh-huh. do want to be compelled by the love of Christ. So what, yeah. what, what would you say to that student who might be a little bit, I hate to say it, but a little bit too much yeah. in, no, this, absolutely. in this time? Absolutely. Well, Paul, Paul says, man, we have to preach the gospel. There has to be a sharing of the gospel, which is so important. But he also talks about the importance of in our lives being the salt and light 
Okay. So I would say to that young student who's super zealous, amen, that's great. Why don't you start building more into those relationships, spending more time, allowing people to see what God's doing in your life. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. And I think just take your time. There's no, there's no, yeah. no rush here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, brother. Okay. Well, anything else you feel like you need to say before we kind of close up uh, this episode here? Man, I think one last thing too is um, before we even start winning this, and I probably should have shared this at the beginning, before we even start engaging with our friends and while we're engaging with our lost friends, we have to understand that, you know, Paul talks about, I plant Apollos waters, but who gives the growth? God gives the growth. We can't save our lost friends. We can't do any of this without the spirit of God. So I think the last thing that we need to, and probably is the most important thing is, are you praying for your lost friends? For sure. Are you on a daily basis bringing them before your father in heaven and begging them to do the work in their lives? Yeah. And then sit back and enjoy the ride. (laughs) Amen to that. Well, and I think it's important to note too that, you know, a lot of our episodes here, they're kind of short blast episodes, right? So we would encourage all of our listeners to cycle through all of the episodes here on our podcast because we're never going to be able to cover everything in each episode, right? So even that really important detail of praying, we didn't mention it at the beginning. Maybe it's because you and I are both very forgetful people, <laughs> but also because, you know, we're just, we're giving you snippets here. And today we were talking about how to engage with your lost friends. I hope it was a, a helpful conversation. Um, Clark, that was some good advice, man. We had a good talk. Circle back, listen to some other episodes that we've had in the past covering a variety of topics. We really believe they will be a blessing to you and a good resource to you. So all that in mind, we're going to close up here. I I do want to say please uh, like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's on Apple or Google, Spotify, even Amazon. Uh, Leave us a review. And please circle back every week to hear our new episode. So with all that in mind, for my good friend and special guest, Tyler Clark, this is T-Roll saying thank you for listening. We will see you next time for another episode of the Campus Outreach Podcast. Take care.